you never heard of. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Common Folk Podcast with Ben, Morgan, and Andy. Welcome back to Common Folk. There it is. That's the radio voice. <laughs> and do you see how smooth he was? Turn all the mics on. Get all the buttons. I'm all like, I can do it with my eyes closed now. Yeah. He, he put mine on, so I guess. <laughs> you get included. Oh. <laughs> Can't hear you now. Sorry. <laughs> Mic off. Jerk. There we go. Andy's got a little cooler going on. You yeah. Just... Yeah. I brought my banquet beer back. <laughs> oh. boy. That's yes, your uh, yeah. go-to now? It is now. Because. Yeah. Coors Light is for wussies or what? I mean, it's like... Ben? I don't know. He's not going to say that necessarily, but... Look what you got. Uh, Well, I got one for him, too. Oh, so he could double fist. Well, here. Here. Can you do this one? Me? Yeah. No. No? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I'm driving later, like, out of town, so I'm not drinking today. We got to get Nebraska Brewing officially involved. We do. We have their stuff all the time. Uh, I got my favorite one here, too. There you go. Oh, wick for brains. It's do they still out, sell that? Season, That's what I was going to say. Do they still sell that <laughs> outside many, of? It's it's uh, whatever is left is it. So I think there's a few cases still at the brewery. I okay, saw but are they going to be kind of like the summer shandy, where summer shandy used to just be summer and now it's year round? Uh, no, yeah, the yeah. wick for brains is a strictly seasonal thing. Okay, so it's usually right. gone by you know Christmas winter time. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. have you gone mm-hmm. back to get more and stock up? I already bought high V out of it. I bought their last. Uh, you did? Pack. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So yeah. it's like when that peach isn't that the thing peach peach bush? Oh, when everybody yeah. loved that. Oh, a couple different ones. And yeah. they were just buying the shit out of it, yeah. and then it wasn't gone. I think gone. what we need from Nebraska Brewing is like a couple of <laughs> a couple of twelve packs a month. Okay. Okay. And then like some kind of VIP card. So do we need to talk to Cam or what? So when we go in, we can yeah. get like. You know, like, hey, hey, we're your guy, like 50% yeah, off taps yeah. oh or something. Flat, flash our common folk, or right. like, like have right. a little card. Yeah. I think, okay, we're on to something. Yeah, Kim. Which is Kim. probably a family pass, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, we could be part of their family. If they have so a family saying. pass, yeah, yeah, we should definitely get in on that. Yeah, she didn't talk about that when she was here, but. No, no but. There has to be something floating out there. I mean, we're probably so. top of her list. Oh, we gotta Pro- be, right? Probably not, <laughs> but that's okay. So, yeah. I'm being rude here. Uh, Jeremy, do you need a beer? Yeah, I'll take a beer cool. and one of those family passes. Cool. I will right. <laughs> gladly accept one of those. He's <laughs> in on it, too. Yeah. I won't make fun of you. Uh, Coors Light or Coors? Yes, he will. I, I will take the Coors Light. Or, or Wick for Brains. It's one of my last ones. Or... Yeah, I whatever think, you want. I think he wants to. I'll take light. the Coors Light. Okay. Yeah. All right. There we go. <laughs> Just for fun. There we go. I think actually, now that he says that, maybe that would be a good thing. So like every guest gets the family pass, and it's like, a, oh, oh yeah, they love that. It's like a twelve month deal. Though. Oh, you know Lord. what I mean? Like it's got like a date on it. <laughs> It'd be like so much easier card. for us to get guests than like you get a year <laughs> beer supply. <laughs> if you think about it, though, like. That would drive a lot of traffic to their place. It's a great idea. It's genius. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a punch. No, they need to do a punch card. You know, like when you get alcohol at Hy-Vee. Yeah, Yeah, we give up. Or we get mead at Hy-Vee. You get a little stamp and then you get a free whatever. This is good for one growler. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're on to something here. Okay. People love punch cards at the Hy-Vee. I know. I'll tell you that right now. I'm the one that has yeah. it. I don't have enough room in my wallet. No, you don't. He doesn't even put in my phone number. So, 
I don't um, even know your phone number. Oh, bull. I had to quote Ashley's earlier today. I'm like, oh, Jesus, what are the last yeah. four digits? Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. No. She's probably had it for 20 years. She has, but I don't, you know, it's a name on the phone, right? right? right. You don't. Yeah. That is true. For the kids, I don't really know their phone numbers, but mm-hmm. I obviously know his. That was before we had. Yeah, you had to memorize Memor- that stuff. Yeah. Well, I met my wife right before smartphones, so okay. I, I know her so number. So you know it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But my kids will never know their significant other's phone number. Yeah. There's just right. no chance. Yeah. It's That's just a so name. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. So what are we doing, Andy? What's well, up? Well, yeah, we got Jeremy Odom here. And Jeremy, you got a few different things going on. And, and we met through uh, kind of the sports broadcasting world yeah. in a real roundabout way. He's a way. sports guy, too? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I love losing money. Oh, wow. I so don't know that many people say that. My wife hates that I lose money, <laughs> but I love losing money. Pretty so. much guaranteed to, right? So, yes. Unless you listen to Andy's podcast. Right. I mean, you can tell when he listens to Jabron. Yeah, and, Jabron's and helped me out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the parlay pounder. Yep. The kids are getting <laughs> gifts this year because of Gibraltar. So, that's, <laughs> Gibraltar, yeah. awesome. Here we go. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, Jeremy was a writer for um, a sports website that I would, I would, you know, follow and peruse through and kind of read their articles. And one of the times I was reading an article, I'm like, okay, first off, this is out of Ohio, and this is an article on Nebraska. So I got to see what this is all about. Oh, the writer's from Nebraska. Really? Mm. He's from Omaha. So I reached out, and we've kind of – you've been on the show a couple times. A couple times now, yeah. yeah. yeah so. on, on the uh, sports betting. Yep. Where's yep. the line? Yep. Yep. So uh, it's been it's been good. It's been fun. So, so were your predictions – Right. Well, it's funny. Uh, well, on the on the on, on the his, show, yes. mm-hmm. I I'm probably fifty fifty. That's all right. I've had some wins. I've had some losses. <laughs> okay, but okay. I know the. It's funny because the article that you had read that kind of started it was about how the Huskers were the off season champions of the world, and mm. you know it sure seems like we're going to repeat. Oh, so yeah. we got that in the bag. That's uh, it was kind of funny that yeah. that's what spurred this thing. But. You can just rehash that you don't just change a couple names yep. and just redo that article <laughs> yep i'm gonna republish it for yeah. sure <laughs> we're already nice. there we just landed a couple five-star quarterbacks they transferred in one d committed now he's transferring yeah, yeah i heard about that from ohio is that for real yeah yeah like we're he committed back. to well, he nebraska was, he was in town yesterday that doesn't mean he committed we're back I okay mean, that's we're really back. what okay. you need to know did okay. you know that like i've heard this every year <laughs> for like my whole life i read a text message or not a text message a tweet from a random husker fan that said yeah that's been the case every year but this year's different oh yes so there you go do you remember how many years ago <laughs> was it different when <clears throat> this guy was coming here that guy when frost was coming in oh my god this is this is the savior that like no one even yeah. how could you even like put this script together this is so perfect he's coming back every yeah, he comes out of a school that just had a perfect season and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh my god this is gonna be the end all be all <laughs> the the everything is coming together oh my goodness and then all of a sudden i know what you're asking for wah, wah, wah. well that was different this is different different oh that's what the kids yes. are saying ben you're yeah. talking to these it's like crazy diehard <laughs> nebraska fans you're not going to get through to them they have a hundred percent convinced themselves every year it's going to get better well and that's what's kind of fun with the where's the line i like you giving know, you shit Andy. it's uh we're talking betting lines so even there you can tell when jared's about to say uh, don't don't go with the Huskers. Do you, that's what I was going to say. Do you ever bet oh, against the Huskers? I would say we probably bet against them about 70% of the time. Okay. Time right. make money. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is, that's, a, that's a financial decision, but he would always go, 
Husker fans are going to hate me for this one. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, you know, kind of gets you ready to go. But reality is reality. Yeah, it is what it is. So that's how you guys met. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just more and more stuff kept coming out. You know, uh, you're a stand-up comedian. You work at, did you say High V? You're at grocery store and you've been doing that for a long time. Probably close to 25 years now in the grocery store. Okay, which one? I'm currently at the Gretna. Okay. Location there. I don't know if I've hit that one up yet, but I do like. But I have been. It's the best. It is the flagship store. It's. <laughs> it I is. don't know if you've seen the T-shirts, but it's the world's largest Ivy. I heard about that. No, yeah. I've not. It's a yes. beast. And you have your own T-shirts. We have T-shirts. Yeah. Oh damn. Yeah, but okay. currently sold out. But I know the next load that comes in, they'll sell out as well because it's a big deal. Stop. But Are you acting like your Casey's or like? <laughs> Like what's that one in Texas that has the rabbit or the oh, Bucky's 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 yeah. yeah. Are you guys like the next Bucky's but you're high V? We're Midwest Bucky's. Oh mm. yeah. Which okay. I don't know. Some people I would say that's nicer. That. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Hmm. Good to know. I'm gonna yeah. have to go to Cretna High V. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> all right. So we got Jeremy here. He is doing all these crazy things and that's what we're gonna get into, right? Mm-hmm. Um so let's let's kind of get to like a beginning. Okay. All right. So what's up with Jeremy? Where'd you come from? What's yeah, your so I what, mean, what do you like? What's your your family? Were you born here? So on and so forth. Those yeah, kinds of things. I was I was born in June of 1983. No, I'm just joking. That was a good year. The, uh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I uh, Midwest mostly in Iowa, Nebraska, um, and Millard South graduate. Uh, okay. Worked in grocery stores. I like to say I. Um, you know, started at the store at 14, at which, you know, working at the grocery store, bagging groceries is like your classic starter job, but it only lasted about 24 years. Um, yeah. But uh, no, it's taken me throughout uh, the Midwest uh, running grocery stores. I mean, I've literally done everything you can do in a grocery store. So you started working in grocery stores when you were... 14, bagging. Okay, yeah. so you were like, at that point, were you in high school or yeah okay yep, so freshman yep, probably yep. sophomore okay yep. so first job doing that first job my mom worked customer service and she's and my dad was like you got to work you're old so enough to work let's go she hooked yep. me up yep. um just kind of hanging out with friends and helping mm-hmm. customers was was fun because you're making money doing it and yeah um had really zero interest in a future in it, but i didn't really know what i wanted to do mm-hmm. and uh just kept I don't know, just picking up shifts because my dad's like, you got to work, you got to work. And he he's a Marine, so it was like the work ethic. You okay. know, he's driving yeah. that home. Yeah. Um, so kept working at the store through high school. And as soon as high school was over, I was like, well, what, what are you going to do? Well, I had no clue. But I knew I could keep working at the store and just keep going different departments, you know, working produce, working in the dairy mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, but I ended up choosing to go to Iowa Western um, because I had taken a tour there and was interested in their radio program. Okay. So thought it looked fun. Zero idea what that career would entail, <laughs> could entail, right? Um, but I went, and I thought it was fun, and hey, at least I'm in college, because my dad was like, you got to work, you got to get in college. Mm-hmm. So went to Iowa Western, was on the air at uh, 89.7 The River for a couple of years. I was going to ask you about that. I listened to that uh, radio station oh. in high school a lot. Yeah. So that would have been... That would have been 2001 to 2003, that you were there? Yep. Okay, so that was right after I got out of high school. I oh, might you still probably listen to it a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably did. Yeah. 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 If you were on it at all. Yeah, yeah I don't, Big Party was our morning show. Yeah. Capone yeah. was Afternoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I co-hosted Afternoons with him for a bit. Cool. Um, I was a blast. Uh, turns out 
uh, radio was what I wanted to do. And I was like, this is the future, right? Um, but the more I learned about it, and I, I felt like it was fun, I could do it, but the more I learned about it, you can get fired at the drop of a dime just because the station wants to change the format. Oh, yeah. So uh, Hy-Vee kept promoting me, and that made things a little more stable. Yeah, um, I had met my um, soon-to-be wife and in, in, towards the end of high school and early college, and we ended up just staying here, and I just kept working up at the grocery store. Yeah, nice. But uh, broadcasting, man, that was that was probably the most fun. So how like, long were you, you said three years? Yeah, I did that okay. for for three years, and then and I did some little bit of work in radio after that. Like, there's like a satellite station here in town where you know this was even before or at the beginning of satellite radio, but it was you'd record for twelve different radio stations, mm. um, and it would just go out to those over the air stations. So I'd be on like. 12 different FM stations across the country, but I'd just be mm-hmm. here in Omaha, mm-hmm. you know, recording segments or whatever. That's cool. But uh, did that for a little bit before calling it a career on, on radio because uh, grocery stores were calling and mm-hmm. uh, had an opportunity there. Did you, um, at, at that radio station, no one's going to care about this, so I don't want to spend much time on it, but did you, <laughs> you might have met my cousin, uh, our last name's Evers. Did you know uh, Nicole? Nikki, she might go on Nikki. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Your cousin? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yep. I do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. My dad's brother's kids. We Obviously, we know him really well. But yeah, I remember her talking about being at the radio station. Oh, so. awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you guys would have been about the same age. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, because yeah, she was a little bit younger than me. Um, Weird. So what what was going so you were learning all these different things at the uh at the grocery store and that was clicking for you did you finish school at iowa western i did okay yeah i ended up um i had my last semester i had a class that uh was you know over the over the internet now it's pretty common to Mm -hmm. take classes over the internet back then it was like pretty random yeah and i had taken that class i didn't go to class and i did that semi kind of on purpose because I wanted some more on air time. Mm-hmm. So I got like an extra s- summer on the air, was trying go. to like get yeah. myself because I would then yeah, yeah. be able to take that class again. Uh, but then, yeah, then I ended up graduating and uh, getting a degree in communications. Cool, cool. So what was happening with uh, with Hy-Vee at that time? I mean, or not Hy-Vee or wherever yeah. you were working, was it Hy-Vee? Yep, back okay. then. Yep, it was Hy-Vee. So, and, um, and yourself, like how how was that progressing for you? You know, there was a there was a consistent future to take care of my family oh. and and help folks, and I do enjoy helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, there's something about a satisfaction of having a service and being able to get mm-hmm. a smile out of someone, and I, I did enjoy that, and um, and I also very much enjoyed getting paid to do that. So yeah, yeah. you know, like anyone would, but um, I had an opportunity um, towards 2000 and. 12 to get into a program that Hy-Vee has called Hy-Vee University and it's like a, a year-long training program to prepare you to run you know their retail operation mm-hmm. and the unique thing about that company versus um, another chain that I end up working for later is that that each individual store is very autonomous um, it's not like a, a, a Walmart or any other mm-hmm. you know corporate type company where the person running it's getting a playbook and go run it. Mm-hmm. Um, that that stores your playground. I mean, you were there to take care of people. You're, you're there to train the folks. You're there to you know to to make the business work, right? So the training program was a little more um, intensive, I guess, than a normal any other training mm-hmm. program you'd have. So it was very involved for a year of back and forth between working in various stores and then also at the corporate office and going through hmm. um, 
seminars and, and I don't know, whatnot, and just learning the business, really. It's, it's like being a business owner. Mm-hmm. You know, everything yeah. you need to do as a business owner from sourcing the goods and supplies and running your P&L and, and hiring and firing and training and um, pricing, and it's what you do as a store manager. And they, they give you the, the flexibility to be able to do all those things, yeah. make those decisions, yep. you know, live in whatever you did. You if literally you made the right one, if you made the wrong one, yeah. now figure it out. You literally set the budgets. I mean, you're yep. you're running it as if it's your building and they're just funding you. It's pretty cool because we talk to a lot of entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. you know, and it's um and and I don't want folks to think or feel like, you know, we talk down a lot of corporate stuff. It's not that's not what we're trying to right, do. It's just right. that we talk to a lot of entrepreneurs. Um and a company like that that gives you that ability to almost basically be an entrepreneur like mm-hmm. you know grow and bloom and make your decisions and these kinds of things it's pretty neat it's to a, hear about it's also just a basic understanding i can't believe more companies don't do it that okay a high v in gretna probably needs to be run a little bit different yeah. than one even in council bluffs yeah, yeah or down right here there's different things whatever, going yeah. on there yeah you know there's yep. different people different tastes different preferences you know obviously a nebraska brewing company beer would do better in gretna yep and something from uh, Cade Creek in Iowa would do better. And sure. that's the way it should yep. be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the way it should be. So yep. that's a basic you... philosophy of, you know, build into your community mm-hmm. and make sure that those in your community can be served. Because so often if you're running a playbook um, and you don't know that a school maybe uses, you know, that part of town often, mm-hmm. uh, maybe for mm-hmm. various sports activities, mm-hmm. you know, anything. That they you could help them. You could help folks mm-hmm. that still live in your community, use your community, even though they're, you know, ways away. I don't know. It's the flexibility of it's amazing and can help serve. That's customer. cool. Is it just yeah. easier for corporate to to not do it this way? Like, why aren't more? You know I, I what think, I mean? Like, what I is think, your take? I don't know the stuff that I've seen over the years. I feel like, and I don't know how old that company is, um, but it feels like more old school companies kind of run that mentality. Um, you know, if you if you have. There's a lot of reasons why, you know, if you have a store that no matter which location you go in, it's exactly the same. All the stuff is in the same location. You know, it, everything feels exactly the same. You know, everyone has to run by these rules, those kinda kinds like, of things. Can I say like Walgreens? I feel like it's always yeah. on a corner. Yeah, it'd it's be like gonna, something like, like you that. You know, like yeah. this is how it's going to go. Yeah. And there's a lot of good reasons for that. Um, mm. But what it doesn't do is foster the kind of decision making and um, growth you know that you're talking about with with what you were able to experience and in my opinion in running businesses and being involved in businesses uh, my whole life the number one thing that's going to make a business do well is ownership yes so that sense of ownership and if a if a corporation can foster that sense of ownership by letting you make some of your own decisions and grow the thing you want to grow the way you want to grow it. Um, and you have to deal with the good and the bad and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. That's, that's huge. As a, as yeah. an entrepreneur, you don't have a choice, but to, but to experience that ownership. Right. But in a lot of corporations, you don't, you don't get that opportunity. Yeah. So when they give it, I think that's a big deal. And so it ahead. allows you to be flexible too. Like you, you're on the ground floor. You know what needs to be done or what people yep. are asking for, and this is allowing you to serve that. Absolutely, yeah. And, and to speak to what you were just saying, um, the company's employee owned, so yep. everybody does have you I know say. that investment in it mm-hmm. and want to make it work. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I know. It's 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 different than anywhere else I've heard, for sure. And See, I didn't you know, know we didn't, had an owner. I didn't know we had an owner here today. Right. Yeah. Okay, all right. We didn't intend to have a podcast about hy V, so we'll move on here in a yeah. minute. But I do have one other question that yeah. what you were talking about there. Um, because I see that on the signs all the time about employee owned and so on and so forth. How does that really work? Because I do think that a major issue with a lot of corporations is, um, you know, that they're stockholder owned and these stockholders don't have anything to do with the business. So the business's primary uh, goal and obligation is to make money for that stockholder that has no real involvement in the mm-hmm. business. So a lot of things suffer because of that. Yep. So when I hear about employee-owned, I'm always curious, like, how does that actually work? What does that really even mean? So the largest stockholder in the company is the 401k, and that's only owned by the employees, right? Okay. And then the rest of the um, stockholders are at different levels of the company. So basically, if you're not a part of the company, if you're not an employee, you can't be a stockholder. Okay. So you are working for the folks next to you. Wow. Um it definitely, like you were asking, oh. maybe is it is it easier, is it harder, you know, to have the stores operate this way? I don't. I think you can argue that it's harder because then those folks who at the top were trying to work side by side with other owners have to then manage the folks that are mm-hmm. down running the stores and gotcha. they're kind of doing their own thing. So yes. you got to get everybody on the same page. I mean, okay. you still have to flow the same way, even though everybody's kind of thinking autonomously. But yeah, I know you're working for the person next to you, which is is uh, fantastic. Yeah. And that kind of builds that huh. environment where everyone kind of mm-hmm. holds everyone accountable. Like, yeah. hey, everything you do every day has an effect on this thing I'm trying to build for myself and my family and my retirement and whatever else. That's so exactly it. Let's stay on it. Yep. Yeah. So did you get kind of bored or something or do you just have that itch to be in the radio realm and, and things got settled down? Or what, what kind of drove you back to get back into kind of broadcasting? Because that's where I saw you. Yeah. No, you you get to a point sometimes where you've – maybe feel like there's a stress and the pressures of the job and you just like, you know what, I think I can try something else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did end up leaving the company um, at one point in 2019. And then I, I was in uh, West Des Moines at that time. I moved back to Omaha, um, started working for another company. But in the meantime, I was trying to find other mm-hmm. avenues to be creative and just, I don't know, see if I can make another life for myself and my family. Mm-hmm. And um, after leaving um, that company at the end of 2022, I went all in on, you know, I, I've always wanted to be in entertainment in some regard. I, I started to learn how to, how to write comedy and, mm. um, I wanted to perform. I, I had some um, stage fright, you know, situations. I just get really nervous, but I can overcome it. And I, I felt uh-huh. like, um, I, that was a personal challenge I wanted to have. And, mm-hmm. and I've always for, I don't know, probably since the, beginning of podcasting i've wanted to have a podcast i wanted to be involved in podcasts i think it's a very interesting industry and something that i know i could do so it's like I, i'm going in i'm going to start one and and uh just mm-hmm. you know see what happens but um yeah that's kind of and then writing I, you know i was writing for tsn and i um had no intentions of writing like but i wanted to learn i wanted to you know learn the intricacies of writing and what it goes and what's all included in that involved in that so that I could use it in other ways, mm. you know, in my, in the comedy and, mm-hmm. um, in podcasting because I knew it could all kind of flow together. So, yeah. yeah. To me, it sounds like you don't really want to just settle like on, you know what I mean? There yeah. was still something out there that you wanted to achieve by leaving, you know, a company and doing your own thing. Yeah. And I, and, I, I don't know. I had, Back when I was getting towards the end of college, this is 2003, 2004, I mean, I had opportunities to go do other things and do radio. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I 
I chose this other path because it was more consistent. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. probably what was best. And maybe it was best for and my family at that time. I don't think that's a bad time. thing. Yeah. I don't. Um, but yeah, no, you get to a point where you're like, I, I want to try something else. Mm-hmm. And there was never a better yeah. time. So yeah. Well, I think you're in a unique space where I always felt your best college professors are the ones that actually worked at Ford Motor Company, and then they can tell you how to work a company or how it should work. Mm-hmm. You know, not just someone that graduated now he's a professor. You, you yeah. know, or oh, probably, I, and, but they probably <coughs> just sidebar didn't work at Ford because that's a, right. a really good company. You know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Not Sorry, guy. Chevy guy. Sorry yeah. about that. I should use the GM reference. <laughs> But now, Jeremy, you're set up to where you have a, you know, not a lifetime, but you have a, a really good experience working in the real world that you can pull from. You always have those references mm-hmm. to where if you make a joke about a grocery store, I'm going to I'm going to give you a lot of credit on that. You know, like I'm going to buy into it, which maybe some comedians or whatever writers won't have because they do not have that experience. So I think in a way you're, you kind of set yourself up. For success. Well, and everybody's been to the grocery store, right? I everybody's mean, come on. Everybody's had the the feeling of getting the broken egg in your carton, or having mm. the, the the groceries bagged incorrectly, or <laughs> not being able to find everything because the store changes everything all the time, right? Like yeah, yeah. everybody has that, and it's uh, yeah, no, that's been something that's definitely connected with audiences. What's weird about the grocery store is like when I was a kid, I used to hate going there because it was just like a drag, <laughs> you know, like. You'd hold on to the basket, and your mom would drag you around, like, get this, get that, whatever. I freaking love going he there He goes, now. like, <laughs> almost every freaking day. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's a good store. Hey, it's the great, one, man. You go in here. there, you can see, like, hey, what do they got on special today? What's in the cooler? What's going on over here? What's going on yeah. over there? Like, what do we want to eat tonight? Like, it's just fun. Yeah. Oh, see, my gosh. Most I people don't, think it's don't like going to the grocery store. <laughs> I don't either. A necessary evil. But yeah. no, the, we love the folks that do enjoy going. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's because he loves to cook. Okay. All right. It's a playground. But, then. but a lot, of, yeah, it is for sure. Yep. But a lot of times, too, like I'll just grab the stuff that they cooked or whatever. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we just have to warm it up because it's just kind of, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, this was good or that's good. Let's mix yeah. it up a little bit. Or they do all the things. They do like the. Mm-hmm. The pizzas, or, or the you come home with a TV dinner or... to have nostalgia from it's when all... you were <laughs> yeah, twelve years like, old. Go get a hungry man or whatever and it's toss also... it in. It's... There you go. Well, it's also you know <laughs> I think a big reason anyone would spend seven dollars a cup of coffee is at Starbucks because you're legitimate now. Like, oh, I'm a coffee guy. I speak the language. Yeah. Same could be said going to a good grocery store and you go back to the butcher and you start bullshitting with the guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah blah, 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 you know. Actually, what's funny? I just thought about this. I don't know why this came <laughs> to my mind. Um, one of our biggest listeners works at the meat counter he at does. our down here. All yeah. right. Yep. All right. See? Yeah, I get I get emails from him all the time. I talk to him whenever I go in there. He's <laughs> a great dude. Shout out to that guy. I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah, so that's yeah. totally yeah. <laughs> that's totally Ben. Yeah, nice. we've talked like about it. it once. I forget his name. I don't know if he knows. I've got, I, 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 I do have his name. For some reason, I can't remember. It right I always now, go to the head, deli. I, I don't it. go to the butcher counter because we have so much meat in the freezer. Do you guys have the bar here at your store? We have Wahlburgers. What do you mean the bar? Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, we oh, have a bar yes. at our yeah. store in Gretna. Yeah. Oh, is, isn't is it there, crazy? Is there booze there? Yeah. There is? At the bar? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, we go to the counter and drink. Oh, no. Wow. Weekends, sure. I see people walking around grocery shopping with a beer in their hand all the time. Oh, we've not this, done that. All the I time. I didn't know that. It's exactly like <gasps> We Vegas. need to yes. do that and start that in Plattsmouth. Right. We've not left the I place. Might, you can carry beers, right? Oh, yeah. I might go oh, back to the I'm grocery Oh, I'm totally going to do that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. We normally just go and sit and then we'll get food. That if four. you enjoy shopping now, just wait till you got a beer. 
<laughs> that poor butcher is not going to get anything done now. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're going to take a 12-pack and kill it. With them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, at what point, you know, did this kind of snowball where you're like, let's do it. I'm going to, I want to be a stand-up comedian because I feel like that is such a bold I thing to do. No. Difficult thing to Ooh. do. Like that. Take, for me, I'm thinking, man, that takes a lot of courage that I'm not so sure I have. It's real easy for me to crack jokes here, there, whatever. Yep. But even the cadence and presenting it, you have to present it in a different way. Like, it looks so difficult to me. Well, what made you want to do that? Yeah. <laughs> like, the end of 2020, I mean, all my heroes. Like, I was thinking, like, who inspires me? Okay. And I was thinking back to when I was a kid and then just, like, what did I – not that who do you want to be when I grow up, like, but more of who did I look to for inspiration and whatever I was doing. Mm-hmm. And it was – always the comedians there's always the comics and and i kind of had a way sometimes with uh, friends and even when i was running grocery stores or in staff meetings i would always want to write jokes to try to lighten the mood you know because sometimes it can be stressful Mm -hmm. and i've always done that not knowing that i was doing it it was just to me it was part of teaching part Mm -hmm. of training part of motivating and as i was thinking of like what to do i'm like i think i could do that Mm. and um zach peterson he's a he's a comic that resides in omaha and he travels the country constantly and um has had uh many successes in that world he was teaching a class um that was coming up in january and i'm like oh. you know what i'm gonna give it a go and just see if i i can do it and, and learn how to write and maybe even get to do a show and i found that i i can do it uh-huh. it's like well not that i can do it now i really want to do it and mm-hmm. um i don't know it just it's fun there's just there's a thrill to being on i mean there's a <clears throat> It's scary. I mean, there's, you know, the fear of, will they laugh? Because sometimes they don't. Yeah. Um, but what if I've, they don't? But I found that's fun, too. Like, what would you be learn. fun? Yeah. You say something and everyone stares at you like you're an idiot? So oh, like, my God. I would die. <laughs> I would want to crawl in a hole. It's that, just that, like. That hook comes out. The, the gong yeah. show. They just crack. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> but it's just Mikey like playing Martin. sports. Like, every game is different, right? Oh. And you're on stage. That audience in that moment is different than the one you're going to have the next time. Okay. And each joke can hit. Maybe it won't. And that's fun. You can learn from it. You can learn different ways to tell the joke. I have found that like the game of it is a lot of fun, but I also found that it can um, turn into something like there's literally zero dollars to be made doing stand up comedy unless you can take it in other avenues. Yeah. But I have found that I can maybe use that to help with those other avenues. I don't know. It's just fun. And I just learn every single time. And yes, sometimes they don't laugh. And that's, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you, you end up launching a podcast and I, I told you it's my new dog walking podcast. So yeah. when I take Kylo for a walk, I'll put on laugh with me. And you always do a thing where you try to joke out. And he did a joke over Cisco, the thong song. Remember that? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thong, the so, thong, thong, thong. And your buddy, I think, mentioned like, well, yeah, it's a 13-year-old song. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, you got to know your audience. He thought it was going to mm. crush. And, the, you know, all these 20-something-year-olds are like, didn't even know it. What? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm talking about how, you know, you love to sing um, in the shower or sing in your car. You know, the mm-hmm. two places I love to sing, in the shower and in the car. And, um, you know, it helps build me up to a thing about in the car. But the thong song, I, I quote you know, the beginning of the song at the beginning of the joke. And I thought the first time I did it, I did it in Topeka, Kansas, and I thought it was going to crush. It was a big room. I'll have enough people there that'll get it. Crickets. Oh. And I thought in my head, I'm like, okay, that didn't work. Uh, hopefully the next line does. And, <laughs> um, I, I got out of it okay, but um, but yeah, I had, uh, 
I had my brother on the podcast and I'm telling him this and he's like, yeah, you, you picked a 13 year old song. Like what you expect? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Didn't think about that part. Well, but, there, there are 13 year old songs where you can do that, but not the thong yeah, song. The thong song. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so to help me understand yeah. this timeline and first of all, to re- rewind real quick, um, our big, uh, listener at hy is Andrew. So mm. I just want to give him a quick shout out. I don't want to go without saying his name. My man. Yep. Uh, and so you said in 19 was when you left the grocery store. That's right? when I left hy V. I I ended so up going then, to another chain for okay. a couple of years. So you worked for, okay. So then yep. you're 21 ish, 22. So then, and Andy said, you know, you started doing the, um, the podcast and the, uh, the standup yep. comedy and stuff. So was that about that time or when, when yeah, was that? It was about the end of 22. So okay. yeah, okay. right after I left that other chain Yep. and then I was like, you know what, let's go. And then I, I, Went back to high V, but unless a role, give me more freedom to be able to have time to do some of these other things I want to do. No, so fine. that would have been like twenty two ish. Uh, so then, so as of today, you're still helping out at high V, but yep. doing your your thing here with the comedy and the podcast and that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. I got the timeline now. Yeah. <clears throat> and that podcast isn't too old, is it? No, we're uh, well. Fourteenth episode will come out uh, this week. So cool. Yeah, we're. And what did you say it was called? Said, Laugh with me. Laugh with me. Okay. And you try to release once a week, or what do you try to do for that? Yeah, we're okay. currently once a week, and um, you know, I have a guest, and we we I don't know the whole thing's just like what makes us laugh. Like what are my my brother? He was on, and we were just he had a thing where um, there's a movie that I forget what the movie's called, but it's not available anymore, right? So in the streaming world. Uh, you would think everything should be available somewhere. I know, or you have to pay for it, right. or it's available. But yeah. now movies aren't even all made in hard copy, right? So mm-hmm. he he's we got into a debate because I said, well, you can get anything you want. And I'm like, in five seconds, I'll get you that movie on Amazon. And I, I searched up the movie title, and I yeah. was like, all right, got it. And he's like, what what year was that? Will you send me that link? And I instantly knew I was probably wrong. And because uh, we were going back and forth on Twitter about this. And sure enough, I was wrong. That movie can't be found anywhere. <laughs> um, it's not available on, on DVD. It's not being streamed anywhere, um, and that's the problem: is that the um, not the streamers, but the the networks and the uh, movie facilities aren't allowing you know mm-hmm. these to be available. It's yeah. all dollars, right? What what's it going to take to to purchase this? Um, and the consumer can't get it. I mean, there's fan bases that can't get everything they want, and then some of the stuff you can get isn't even right. Like The Simpsons on Disney Plus, the ratio's all off, and to me, it didn't matter. I turn on The Simpsons, I'm like, it looks like The Simpsons to me. Oh, like they're shaped weird. You yeah. Mean? yeah, yeah. And oh, okay. to me, it wasn't yeah. a thing, but they formatted it to fit mm-hmm. the screen. Well, now mm-hmm. it's all blurry, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It was a whole thing. So we don't always <clears throat> tell jokes, but we're just getting into things that maybe normal people are just discussing and and going back and forth and. Um, it's the back and forth, I think, where sometimes you can find yeah, humor. And then sure. yeah. at the end of every episode, then I work out new jokes. And, um, you know, they're not, they're work, they're being worked they're out. They're being worked so, yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, like the other side of that, where, okay, some of these movies that came out in the 90s or 80s or whatever, we can't get. Like they're locked up and where are they? We they're can't. in the vault. They're in the vault. Um, on the other side, uh, what Willy Wonka. 27th editions coming out this year like yeah. they're also making yeah. movies that we don't want consumers aren't even asking for but these people in a high rise are saying nope that's a cash cow that's a money maker willy wonka 17 put it out there get it get it done like you're it's like what's going on here you're not being a high v right you're simultaneously not letting people have the 
trigger stuff, you know, that they want to see. And then you're force feeding them Willy Wonka, whatever, mm-hmm. is the 12th mm-hmm. edition yeah. of Willy Wonka. My here. kids are not going to want to watch that old movie. No. Well, it's like people who say there's no original ideas anymore. And we're just remaking, remaking, remaking mm-hmm. whether it's TVs or movies. It's so true, but there are ideas out there that maybe just didn't get, you know, a chance. You mm-hmm. can take some bad movies or bad TV shows and let's remake them with new ideas and, yeah. and new technology and see if we can turn that into a profit. Well, things like podcasts, I mean, is a huge uh, testament to that. Like what we're doing right now mm-hmm. with common folk and just and talking to common folk and, you mm-hmm. know, bringing their stories out and bringing our stories out and chatting about fun things. Yeah. Like 10, 15 years ago, someone could have had that idea, but it would have never been allowed. Right. right. Yeah. So now we have these, all these um, platforms to be mm-hmm. able to do these kinds of things and- yeah, That's and, great. And uh, the actual need for long-form content, especially like news and current events, I think people are seeing the value in that. Yeah, one, just boxed what, in 90 seconds. Yeah, and one of the things that's great about the podcast, like with what you guys are doing, you know, it's it's probably, you know, it's it's entertainment, it's lighthearted, it's, yep. you know, it's fun, it's, uh, it's a change from if you just turn on the radio, you know, you're basically just hearing for the most part news and a lot of it's doom and gloom and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And... While sometimes we do talk about some of those things, we get into some of those debates and those kinds of things. Sure. That was kind of the whole point of yeah. this, too, was like, how about something that you can dial into that's entertaining, maybe a little bit educational, but yeah. just when you get done with it, you're like, man, there's still good people out there, mm-hmm. you know? Well, yeah, put the common perspective on it, right? Yeah. Blue collar. Yeah. Um, and then another flip side of the this content that we're talking about, Ninja Turtles that just came out. Oh, yeah. We always talk yeah. about Ninja yeah. Turtles. It always goes back. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, That was a perfect case where Seth Rogen, a comedian, took a great brand in a story and said, hey, I got another take on it. Let's take it where they're actually teenagers and really focus on them being teenagers. And it worked great. It was a Mm -hmm. smash hit for Nickelodeon or Spin Master, whatever that company's called. But, yeah, it was an original idea, you know, taken from a a solid storyline there. But that's – I feel like that's not what Willy Wonka is. It's, it's the same right, damn right, story yeah, yeah. with the same Oompa Loompas, you know. I guess he doesn't like Willy Wonka. I, I like... Uh, you like chocolate? I do, I do. <laughs> but, okay, after Do you John, want the golden ticket? Yeah. I mean, I would want to go. I, do, I would. Okay. I would take the golden ticket. But we've already seen this. We've seen it five times now <laughs> since Gene Wilder did it. Like mm-hmm. and then I after like the after Johnny Depp did it, new, that yeah, enough? Johnny Depp, that was the best one. Yeah, you're calling that new. That's older than the Thong Song. It is. No, I don't think so. Probably pretty close. <laughs> yeah, no, it you, probably yeah. is. Thong Song is the song of our generation, and we don't know it yet, <laughs> but it is. Just look at the clothing choices people are making. It's true, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is stuck and it's resonated. Yeah, you know that Ninja Turtle movie. You know what's interesting about that? Uh, Rogan, <clears throat> he had the cast. Um, you know, it's cartoons. So they're just doing voice work, mm-hmm. but they worked in a room like this and they mm-hmm. acted it out in front oh, of each together? other. Yeah. And a lot of cartoons that do voice work, they don't do that. And <laughs> it, it's difficult, but it made the chemistry work even better mm. and it made for any more fun movies. Oh, I so, bet. I don't know. I thought that was a very interesting tidbit. And it is. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. So how long have you been doing uh, stand up, like going on stage in that? So we're coming up on a year now. Okay. So with that being said, like what would be like one of your worst moments that you had that you can think of oh my Uh, well i got a couple um (laughs) 
Thanks, man. Good question. <laughs> I mean, are you supposed to start with the best and then do worse? Uh, or? No, we'll, worse we'll, we'll first. Finish okay. high, we'll finish on a high okay. note. We'll finish on a high note. I, <laughs> I got two for sure um, that are noteworthy. But well, we already talked about one. Yeah, yeah. So there was a show um, I got last minute. Uh, I had just come back from seeing Blink-182 in uh, Minneapolis. Okay. And I, we got just got back in town. Um, I get a text, and he's like, hey, can you do a show tonight? And at like 10 o'clock i'm like yeah sure yeah it'd be awesome i don't want to turn down opportunities right so i was just doing a guest spot it was a competition show but i wasn't competing i was just filling time yeah and um the i get up there and like nobody nobody went to the show i think maybe we were just under promoted the show mm. itself so or, or maybe it was just um lack of uh, the way they booked it because I mean I was getting asked day of but mm-hmm. either way I go up there and there's like four people two of them in front of me are competing in the show oh, and God. the mom of one of the people that's competing in the show uh-huh. and I'm doing a joke I wrote the jokes that day too I was like I'm gonna try out some new stuff and that's just a terrible idea like you, you should always work out the material before you go on stage <laughs> so I'm doing a guest spot like people probably expect me to like be funny and I'm over here uh, working out new jokes in front of four people, and um, my yeah. wife thought I did a good job. And uh, <laughs> you know, she <laughs> so she, she was one of the she's four. my biggest fan. Sometimes my only nice fan. Yeah, it's, but no, so that was great. And then I had um, I did two shows in Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, one night at a bar, and the first show crushed. Um, I did twenty minutes. First time I'd ever done twenty minutes. It was incredible. Everybody was laughing. It was probably the best time i'd ever had on stage then the second show which was about an hour later um i couldn't have bombed any harder doing the same material really um, to the point that the bar owner came up she started heckling me (laughs) it was the first time i'd ever been heckled too so it was uh (laughs) quite the experience oh yeah she's like say something funny and i'm like you were laughing earlier like we were going back and forth which was fun yeah um but it was not. Uh, it so was not it was good. a different crowd at that yeah. point. An hour later, yeah, really. An hour later, you would have thought. I don't know. You would have thought so we weird. shot their dog. Yeah. Like I, right. I didn't touch their dog. And then, um, yeah, it, it was huh. terrible. There's got to be some kind of like. Yeah. What is it? Um, like psychological it. or sociological reason for that, right? Like maybe with the first one, like early on, for some reason, you started building some steam, and then it's kind of like. Someone can't say something that's like, no matter what they say, it's funny. Right. You know, like it just starts building up and then it's mm-hmm. just like, aha, it's just funny. This dude's funny. Yeah. And but it, for whatever reason, in the beginning of that one, like it just didn't like it start that way or something. If the first joke doesn't hit or maybe somebody doesn't, you know, not that they're offended, but maybe they're just like, uh, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, you're already turned off by that person no matter what they say. Like okay. it's going to take a lot to come back from. Yes. Um, I, I don't know that my material <clears throat> is anything that's too much to get offended by, but mm-hmm. the uh, for whatever reason... That room did not care for me in that second show. <laughs> was I, it a younger crowd? Uh, the was... second show was an older crowd. The first show was younger. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I would have thought maybe it was the other way around. Yeah, I would like have thought later. so, too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and the bar, the bartender was great, though. He, I have Crohn's disease. He he also has Crohn's disease. So, we, you know, we connected there. And he's mm-hmm. like, man, that's funny stuff. You know, he's yelling. And I'm like, I'm on stage. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was... I don't know. That second show will haunt me for the rest of my life. But <laughs> guess you got to have those, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so to what? have the first be so good and then that. Yeah, that I'm, well, I'm actually. Night, yeah. yeah, I'm actually happy the first show went well because if I would have had that that 
second show be the first experience, true. I think I would have been, I don't even know if I would have wanted to go through yeah, with that's the second true. show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. at least you got some balls to do it. There's no way I would be standing on a stage. <laughs> right. I don't even like giving speeches. I didn't even want to do this damn podcast with you guys. Yeah. But you freaking made me. Um, now I like Jeez, it. Made you. Yeah. Wow. Now I like it. I think she just quit. Did yeah. she just quit the show? Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I mean, I have walked off. out twice already. But um, that was just today. Um, anyways, yeah. I, good for you to even try it and tackle it well i did know? debate in high school and i'm okay i try to like see it a little bit in that way where you're in front of people mm-hmm. and you're just trying to on the fly you mm-hmm. know trying to come up with things so These, I, yeah andy's good on the fly ben's really good at public speaking this one no mm. so yeah you but i couldn't i couldn't tell jokes i could there's no way i could stand up in front of a crowd and try well, to tell you jokes. couldn't either andy <clears throat> well i'm I mean, I probably could, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I you oh, could. you already got me laughing. But, yeah. uh, but uh, <laughs> no, well, I'll go back to that Dunning-Kruger deal. Like mm-hmm. the, the fact that I, I understand the writing that goes in, into it, the, the preparation, the way you have to read a crowd, react to a crowd, allow them to get it before you move on to the punchline. You know, there's so many little timing things that if you get one little thing wrong. It's over. It's over. Yeah. They're, they're not going to laugh. They're not going to clap. And then, yeah, you're done from that point on. So... Uh, I, I guess I, w- I would be a little bit more intimidated. Like, I, I'm a little intimidated by yeah. mm-hmm. being a stand-up comedian more than anything. Well, yeah. I am nervous about being on stage in front of people. Like You are. Definitely nervous of okay. it. Okay. I, um, I have to overcome though. it. But once yeah. you get that first laugh, like, you're almost just playing a character, and mm-hmm. it's fun. You can just kind of yeah. play the game. I don't know. It's like playing sports. That's the way I see there's it. There's probably, yeah, I mean, I think it's probably fairly, fairly similar to that. And there's got to be some kind of, like high you know like you get like you get that dopamine hit or whatever and then yep. you're just mm-hmm. like this is great like i want to keep like doing it's this a drug kind of yeah. i mean yeah. it probably would be i, <laughs> yeah. I would imagine yeah do well, you not- drink before you go on stage does that like chill you out a little bit to chill me like take yeah. a shot or what yeah okay. oh yeah that and a beer yeah and okay. I, yeah you got to relax yourself a little bit yeah but Absolutely. you don't want to have too much because then you're wasted speaking Correct. And you. I don't know if it's so much the slurring. It's remembering the material would probably be an issue, yeah. or getting caught up. Like you can run over on time. You know, if you get caught up on something. Like um, the last show I did, uh, I was at the Funny Bone, and I I ad libbed a little bit just because the moment seemed right and people were digging it. it. Was there was getting some extra laughs, um, but I did end up running a little over time. You don't ever want to do that, so I just have to figure out how to. Mm. Um, have those ad lib moments yeah. and but if i'm drinking i mean you know when people are laughing and you're just yeah. going yeah, i mean fun. you just yeah. go yeah so yeah. what's the time you said 20 minutes but that was the longest so what do they normally give you 10 no, five to ten minutes yeah. oh it's yep. that short yep so then you just okay. try you know get in as much uh punchlines you can in that time frame but also be able to tell stories and make yeah. it cohesive yeah okay I see would... i don't know why i was thinking that <laughs> seems short Man. that's my cousin he was at that uh, show in Lincoln, the first one, and he's like twenty minutes. All right, and he came to the, my last show. He's like, "How much time you get?" And I'm like, five minutes." He's like, "Oh, what?" And I'm like, well, "That's that's pretty standard." Like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I guess I could see that. I think I've only gone to the yeah. Funny Bone once. Okay, and then I looked at um, tickets because Ben likes Adam Sandler. We didn't yeah. end up going. I was at that show. Did, was it good? Fantastic. But yeah. that was obviously. I mean, he is who he is. How yeah. long was that show? An hour. Uh, he went for an hour and a half. Oh wow, ninety minutes. Yeah, but Jeez. you think about it. He's performing songs. Oh, he did um, sing. Yeah. So okay, you know, probably every. Every 10 to 15 minutes of material, he'll then break into song. I thought about it so bad, and I really wanted us to go, and I know a couple yeah. of people went, but I, 
I looked at them and I'm like, it's busy season for us, it but is. but you liked it. Oh, it was incredible. Okay, I was yeah, talking one about of the Adam best I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but he's the best. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that's another like part of that, like, um, so sociology or or whatever that I was talking <clears> about earlier. Like, you just go in there, like you just expect that to be good, yeah. right? So oh, then. Yeah. He kind of has a leg up to begin oh, with. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's you know? true. If like, yeah. it started with anything, he would have laughed. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have been laughing for sure. Yeah. I would have been dying if he just started making noises. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Those noises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anytime you can walk out and just walk on stage and, and everybody's laugh. standing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I promise you, when I walk out on stage, they're not standing. So, <laughs> you know, he, he does have that leg up. Yeah. yeah. Now, I do think it's a healthy thing, a good thing to be nervous, you know, before you go on. It means it matters. Yeah. And that you're putting a lot into it. Um, I still get very nervous before we go live on, on TV before a football game or a basketball game. You do? Oh, yeah. The, the camera's there. The team's warming up behind you. I got Brandon, you know, our sports director. He's he's usually uh, the play-by-play. And he's got, like, this list of, we're going to hit this, we're going to hit this, we're going to hit this. You know, he's a nice guy, but it's like, okay, I got to have... I got, I got my shit together. Yeah, I got to know no. what I'm going to say. I got to know about this guy, mm-hmm. that guy, the coach, mm-hmm. oh, new coaching staff, all this stuff that you're just supposed to knock it out in 25 seconds you know what i mean so there's some pressure there and i always try to like rhyme and make fun of it and stuff you know so like adding pressure i guess to it yeah you know do you have someone in your ear too uh not not for that okay because that would wig me out i don't know how people do that on the news they're Um, talking mm -hmm. and then someone's talking to them it's like when i'm on the phone or i think i do it to you more he's on the phone and i'm like you know and i like (laughs) he obviously is not hearing me or tuning me out that would be so hard well that's like professional wrestling announcers they're constantly have producers in their ears and they're you know blabbing the whole time telling the stories no way and they constantly have people talking to their ears i don't know how they do that well i i cut my teeth in a pretty rough rough way because we did a ton of basketball games in season one when they hired me on. They kind of lured me in like, hey, just a couple games here and there. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And it was it ended up being like six to eight games a week. Oh. Girls, boys, girls, boys, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, sometimes Saturday, sometimes a tournament. And our producer was a real fun guy, but he was really rough around the edges. So he was saying off-color jokes oh, in my headset. No. Uh, if I if I stumbled on a word, he'd be flipping me shit, you know, and I'm supposed to keep on this. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a kid would just, like, make three errors in a row and be like, that fucking idiot, he's wasting this game. You're like, he's yelling that in our ear set. You know? <laughs> like, so, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm it, it made me better, but it, that, that, it was rough to learn that way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll say that. Yeah. Um, somebody I wanted to ask you about. Yep. It's a fascinating story, and it's it's going on right now. Matt Reif, yeah, the comedian. Do you guys know who Matt Reif is? I know the name, but I'm, I, know. I know. I feel Matt like Reif? I've heard the name. So, and I don't know him very well, and I think his what I think is his scheme worked perfectly because I don't know I would have really known of him had he not gone on the Jordan Peterson show and say, "Oh, woke culture, cancel culture is trying to attack me." As it, there's a lot of weird red flags to me because he came up in the MTV world, right? Yes, it's on Wild Now. Yeah. Yeah. So Oh. So he's like okay. the biggest comic in the world right now. Yeah. He is. He's, yeah, he's Huge. in a world tour that sold out within seconds. <laughs> um he's and, but just he's the dicey? hottest thing. Well, the thing is he he's been in the comedy game for like 10 plus years now. Mm-hmm. Um but never could really break out and he, on TikTok 
he broke out with some of his like crowd work. Like there was clips of his crowd work going on and it was just going nuts. Like instant fire. Everything he put out would go viral. Show right? me a picture of him. Ben. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. Oh. He's right. Very strong jawline. Very good looking guy. Oh, so wow. Okay. So we got a man crush it. going on over here. No, no. I'm just, I all call it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he became a huge deal. And, uh, you know, it's funny because now mm-hmm. he just had a Netflix special. His first special come out. Oh, and, we're going to have to look at that. Yeah, and this is it. Yeah. And he's... His that special guy? is not getting um, very good reviews because he's kind of oh. turned on his audience. Right. Okay. Totally. He's, he's good looking. He's yeah. turned, turned, on, turned on them. His audience, females made him the biggest star in the in the comedy world, and he wants a male audience. And his what? jokes. He says that? Yes. In his special, he's he's tearing yeah. down women. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a weird dynamic. It's yeah. the weirdest thing. But is is he gay? I mean, does he well, like guys? Know. Well, I don't. Maybe I don't that's know. why he wants to. A... I, I don't know that. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't know. You heard, just... it, you heard it here for, first. You're breaking news. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that we don't know that he's gay or not? Yes. <laughs> I no, I think know. he's saying that I said that he is, <laughs> okay. but I didn't say that. But he did. Uh, he has said <laughs> an article. Spreading rumors. I did not. I questioned it. I had the statement. The new and then I... controversy. <laughs> <laughs> great. Great. No. But, so he. What got him into hot water? From what I understand, he did a couple. Uh, domestic violence jokes. Yep. Oh. And uh, yeah, had, you know, uh, two black guys. She's already been told twice. That type of deal. And mm-hmm. of course, with eighty percent of your audience being women, a lot of them didn't think that was funny, especially if they're MTV holdovers, right? right. Um, so then the first thing that he did was, oh, I'm being canceled. And he went on like Jordan Peterson and a couple of like Daily Wire type spots. Uh huh. And I think he's brilliant because it introduced him to an entirely another audience and a um, Mostly male audience too, yep. which is what he wants. Exactly. Yep. So, and hmm. and he's already, you know, he's the biggest thing out there as far as comedians and stand up and acts go. So I just, I think he was playing the game, and he, he actually turned woke culture into like a. This is a great profitable driver for me. Watch these idiots. I hope they get mad about this puncher in the face joke. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird, and and like, huh. he's not the biggest, like. Uh, the people in the industry, you know, other comedians aren't like big fans of his, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's very interesting that he. Yeah, I think I was thinking of when you said his name is there's another guy is it's called is his name John Christ or Chris or I feel like I've seen him mm. on social media. I no, don't I, don't I don't know. But OK, I've never seen this guy. So now well, I'm going to look have to look him up. He kept cropping up in my, in my feed and those I think it was due to other stuff. And then I saw his special on Netflix, and I thought, you know what? I, I like to watch that stuff. I like to tune out. So I did watch his special, and I thought, oh, you know, and, uh, some of that stuff was pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't, I wasn't like, it wasn't Adam Sandler funny. No, no. it's it's way different. <laughs> and I it was, I tried to get tickets to go see him. He was in Omaha. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to, it was so Sold difficult out. to get. Yeah, and then even on the secondary market, it was crazy expensive. So I was like, ah, I'll pass. And then the special came out. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm okay. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's not that I wasn't entertained. It's just I, I never would have paid that price. But, okay. Yeah. 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 He is. He's a big deal. Interesting. I, I would, yeah. And, I, and I'm not hating on the guy. I wish I had that kind of, uh, you know, kind of status, but not, I don't know, I'd turn on my audience like that. But then but, again, how yeah. long is he going to be that big of a deal? Eventually, people right. will probably get over it. Right. Right? Somebody that dicey? Well, you need, 
you need to start taking pictures with your shirt off and stuff. I do. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I might want to work out a little bit first. <laughs> hey, you never know. Is, is that what you pulled up? Pictures of Matt Ray with his shirt off? I just typed in his name and there's all kinds of them. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know this guy. <laughs> there's not many redheads that take pictures with their shirts off for right, publicity right. purposes. Yeah, I, I yeah. could probably stick out. Hey, yeah, 100%. Superimpose this on matt rife right oh yeah there we go all right now we're on something and then when they try to cancel you'd be like oh just play the same card yep (laughs) they're trying to cancel me (laughs) so uh, the man tearing me down again (laughs) so the comedy thing are you digging it it's been fun for you oh it's been fun yeah 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 no you're not quitting anytime soon no 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 okay um yeah looking forward to 2024 and seeing growing it and working on you know new jokes and just seeing if i can master it five i that's the what you want to do as a new comic is try to master five, five minutes and kind of grow okay. from there. So I'm going to work really hard in this next year to do that. I always forget that Howie Mandel really was a start, like a stand up. He was hilarious too. Like mm-hmm. I, yep. I always just think of him now on America's Got Talent, right? Yeah, Bobby's I, World. We probably grew up Bobby's watching World. Bobby's I World. He was the voice. That. Oh. I did not watch that. There's a lot of people who are like big names today that were spending most of their time being stand-up but think about that if i didn't know that i mean i know my kids definitely did not know that he was a comedian either when we've watched it i'm like you you take the biggest podcaster in the world he was a comedian yep joe rogan was absolutely oh i did know that he still still is yes you're right i did know that yes yeah Yeah, the mothership yep i I, but for the longest time i didn't know he was a comedian either i mean i just thought he was that ufc guy that Mm -hmm. was on that fear factor fear factor guy that's how i knew him because i loved that show (laughs) yeah no he's still up a few times a week in tours yeah yeah uh and his last netflix special i thought was pretty funny yeah you know so yeah he's still doing that do you think um not that you have to like necessarily make a commitment at this point in your life or whatever but do you feel like this is really going to be the thing for you this is what you're going to continue to do or are you just kind of like hey this is fun right now and it's things i'm getting the bills paid and i'm enjoying life and i'm just going to kind of see what happens i'd like to say that that's where it's going to go you know five years from now i'm still doing it and i Mm -hmm. hope i hope that i am i really do Mm -hmm. because i very much enjoy it um but i also see it as maybe it takes me you know down other paths i I don't know i i'm going to keep working hard until I know yes or no, but yeah, no, it's it's fun, and for right now, it's uh, definitely something I want to continue to grow and get better. I just have to get better, you know. Mm-hmm. Every day, mm-hmm. you just got to right. keep keep writing and keep uh, keep getting better. Well, I think it could, no matter what you choose to do, go more into the sports writing or whatever. Um, it could be a cornerstone that actually fits with that. You right. know, what's that guy that does all the the voices? Uh, God, he does Joe. He does a John Madden better than anyone. You talk about the guy from Police Academy? Uh, no, 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 no. He, he's on Frank Caliendo. Yes, yeah. Caliendo. He's oh, on yeah. Fox all the time in the pregame. Like he's actually on their panel sometimes. He is, you know, and he's hilarious. And he'll even put his two cents in about the Kansas City Chiefs. Like what? A, what? A, I'm listening to Caliendo over the Chiefs, but it's funny. It, yeah. it works, you know, because he is a sports guy. But, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So they do go hand in hand. Fans love to hear people talk about their team, no matter who it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just doesn't matter. That's true. You just want to hear, and it's just like you know, people love hearing your name. You know, yeah. no matter where you're at. Oh, it's just it's probably the best sound you hear is somebody saying your name. Yeah, it's like you're, mm-hmm. when you're a fan, you just love people saying the, your team's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, that's why Nebraska's going to do it this year. Oh, <laughs> shit. Now we're we back. back to Nebraska. I think we're back. <laughs> we're back. Everything's changing. Here we go. Well, we got that Ohio recruit. I mean, he's going to start the, I think that, the whole uh, thing all over again. 
with <laughs> com- what I love so much about comedy, or and, and also what's so interesting is that like guys and ladies and whoever they're doing comedy can like basically say anything they want, and I think that's great that mm-hmm. there's that forum to be able to just yeah, it doesn't matter. Like we're not here to take offense. We're all laughing together. We're having yeah. a good time. Like you can say some of the most off the wall shit. Yeah, that would be super troublesome for certain yeah. people mm-hmm. but it still should be funny it's not that's right. not what's going on here like understanding the situation it's one of the few forms of communication that's still kind of allowed that yeah right. um anymore you you really can't you'll get taken down but my wife will say you can't just say everything and say it's a joke after because she doesn't care for that when i yeah. you know <laughs> say something to her oh, oh, poem, yeah. Yeah. i would so agree with your wife oh, on my, that you can't censor just because Comedy. he's a comedian doesn't mean he needs to play that role at home with yeah, her. I feel like I can use that line, but apparently I can't. <laughs> hey, sorry. It's my profession. It's what I do. Yeah. Of course I didn't mean, you know, I got you that treadmill. Not as a joke. You got Yeah. Yeah. That would not go over well at our house either. Just saying. Yeah, or many others either. So. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So did... With with Jeremy, was there anything else you wanted to kind of cover, or is that? I I, I think that's about it. You know, I I was just curious how that all came together. You know, because yeah. yeah, so diverse. You know, there's a lot of different things going in play: the writing, comedy, stand up, uh, and then your day job or whatever your career with the, the grocery store. You know, those are different worlds. Yeah, mm-hmm. I never thought you know hearing laughter in a staff meeting would lead me to want to you know do this in front of the public but it has it's so much fun yeah um yeah it it very much is a high but yeah it's it's interesting to to hear about like the behind the scenes on how someone does it i don't think we've ever interviewed a comedian Mm -mm. um and obviously i mean you're just you're same dude as any one of the rest of us and you're out there doing your thing and and working your job and trying to build your your career and and just doing something you love um what what would be i asked you earlier like some of the crappiest situations, what would be like one of your most fun situations or memorable or something that you just really enjoyed or felt good when you, when you left uh, there? You know, two, they're, they're the last show I did at the Funny Bone, I, I did the thong song joke again, but this time when I said the line, I added in the part about how my brother um, mm-hmm. said, well, you picked a song that was, you know, however many years mm-hmm. old. And I got, so I ended up getting a laugh out of that joke. And that, to me, that was a win. Um, and, and, it, and it made the thong song joke really work. And I really want that one to work. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. And it was a, it was a good set. And it's cool to be on that stage where so many people, you know, I find inspiration from have performed on. And, yeah. um, and it was neat. My, my parents were at the show and, uh, my aunt who flew in from California was at the show. So it was, it was just a really neat cool. experience. And then, I had a show um, in Midtown that um, I, like I said before, I have Crohn's disease, and there was a on the drive there. I was not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to shit my pants, mm-hmm. uh, uh, frankly, mm. and it, it was coming. Yeah. Um, and I had to the point set in my brain that it was now my act. I was going to be on stage, just <laughs> pants full of shit. And that was oh. that was going to be the set because that's kind of where I was uh-huh. at. Yeah. Um, but I did not. I made it to the toilet, and uh, that was a win. Um, All right. That was the win for the yeah. night. But yeah, well, that's good, good. Sometimes real life experiences can uh, change sure, things. Yeah. For yeah. You, but. but you talked about your wife, so obviously she thinks you're mostly funny. 
you have children. I have right? two children. Okay. Yep, yep. So yep. she's super supportive, and then you just said your parents were there, so that's huge. Literally the biggest supporter, okay. even when um, I know it's probably not funny. Yeah, she gives me a laugh, and then also maybe gives me a maybe a different angle on it. So yeah, she's like, very, hey, think about this. Her tact is incredible. Yeah, no, she's easily the biggest fan and I and biggest supporter and appreciate her yeah. even because I, I could seriously just be running grocery stores still and mm-hmm. um and probably doing a good we, job at it and but, yeah and things were easier yeah. right but, but yeah. she encouraged you to go do yep. your craft or what you're passionate about yep and she certainly didn't have to support that so yeah no I thank, thank her for that it's and how awesome. old are your kids do they think you're funny 13 and 11 oh, okay and so that's really good ages then my daughter she's 11 she actually did her first comedy show <gasps> this last summer. She did five or four minutes uh-huh. um, in an amphitheater in Papillion. Cool. Um, she crushed it. No, she's hilarious. Now, it's awesome. I was going to say, you know, I, I she was on your podcast. Yeah. And after I listened to that, I thought, do we really want Jeremy or should we just go get him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. She was she was awesome. That's she was awesome. so good. Really? Sticking with the conversation, had funny points, valid points. Like, she was, she was really good. She okay. Yep. Yeah, she was on it. Because I know our 13-year-old does not think I'm funny. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, if you're... Comedian, I just wondered if your thirteen-year-old actually. You know, my thirteen-year-old, he will, he'll give me a look. I can tell when you know it's not funny to him. Okay, but he's nice about it. Like he'll, okay, dad. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's okay. Ours is nice too, but I'm sure behind my back, like flicking me off yeah, or exactly. something. I don't know. But I just wondered if they were like young chops or so that's great. Yeah, no, they're fantastic. Okay. Great supporters. I love that story. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> so good. So uh obviously, you know, you're up and coming, you're doing your thing. Where do folks find you if they want to see what's going on? Uh you can find me on the Twitter, um at J O from Nebraska. Also my uh, podcast Laugh With Me at Laugh With Me Pod. And then also Instagram at Laugh With Me Podcast. Um, yeah, no, okay. you can find all my links there. At yeah, laugh yeah. with me. I and like then that. You're, yeah. you're playing, if anyone's in, in our area here, kind of, you know, Omaha, Metro, whatever, you're, this is where you're mostly doing shows? Is that Yeah, right? mostly yep. it's here yep. um, in Omaha, downtown at the back line mm-hmm. uh, quite often, and then you can also, it's just throughout Omaha, but my shows, everything will be posted on there. Have you awesome. seen him yet, Andy? Just just what he puts out on... Uh, but on, live, I was wondering. I have not. Okay, no, well, I, we'll I, have I, to go. Yeah, go I, wanted to go to, I wanted to go to the Funny Bone last time. Um, and yeah, I just didn't get out there. Okay. So yeah. And you've been in Topeka a couple of times down there. Yep. Kansas is, uh, it's a different culture than Nebraska. They're just a little more, I don't know. There's a little more, um, laid back. You would think Nebraska laid back. Kansas is laid back. Oh, I thought you were going to say rough. I don't know why. No, I don't. I mean, I guess it depends on where in Kansas. Topeka wasn't too bad. Uh, Manhattan, I, I'm looking forward to performing in Manhattan. Ooh, yeah, that's a fun town. Um, huh. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah. College towns. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, it's, I don't know, it's just different. It's a yeah. little more laid back than here. Yeah. But, that's yeah. cool. Which is Absolutely. odd, because this is very laid back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that would be different, just knowing where the places we lived and the people, mm-hmm. how they different. are, yeah. if you, if and when you start traveling, your material might have to even change per de- like demographic Oh, 100%. Region, sure. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. That would throw that's another twist into the. Yeah. That's the fun of it. Okay. Like, I know. To me, you that's a challenge. That's fun. Yep. That's yeah. so cool. Oh, yeah. It's You're like up just for not challenges. the same. It's not the same yep. everywhere. You have to keep adapting. Yeah. So then it would be the same for Joe Rogan because he's not leaving Austin. 
people just come there and he says the same stuff. He's, he's probably fairly used to his market. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, obviously he's pretty seasoned. But the, Oh, but people are traveling. Say so it's tourists probably. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So people would be from other places. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So we in the beginning we were talking about like uh, Nebraska brewing and we need these VIP passes and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, punch cards. So just want to reiterate that we're oh, gonna need those, yeah. but but yeah, also well. like maybe we should get some for his shows. Like, Ooh, so, yeah. You know, we, we should, should have like the common folk like table. You Ooh, know, I like that. I yeah. Mean, we get in there. There's a basket of tomatoes to throw at him if it bombs. Yep. Yeah, because yeah. we, we got to keep you in line now. We got to keep you in check. Oh like, yeah, you know, we get the VIP raised. experience. Yep, <laughs> yep. For only fresh local. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of that, can anybody throw anything at you at places? Nobody has, but you've probably just encouraged it. So I will be ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wondered if there's locations, you know, kind of like Texas Roadhouse, you can throw the peanuts on the ground. They don't Is do there that location? Anymore, the they don't. Mm. Oh, okay. Why? Monoway. I've had I just friends. Didn't know that. if there was a stand-up place that like they could actually like awesome. throw eggs at you or something. I've had friends. There's gotta be. That have be <laughs> I've had friends that haven't been to a show yet, but I think if they could throw things at me, they, they would totally be there. They totally would heartbeat. come. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just trying to think of something soft. Egg would be a little rough. Tomato, that's a little messy. Like as long as it's not hard boiled. Yeah. Well, if you take the shell off of it, maybe. What about like yeah. chewed gum or something? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What's your chewed gum? I'm just, it's soft, but like it could get bad on your clothes. You don't, it's like you don't want to be mean, but you want to show the disgust. So you throw the gum out. Just take your gum out. There. She, you know what's I great? I bite my thumb at that. She has seen enough of me already. She's like, I need to throw something if I'm going to a show. <laughs> I'm totally going to have to. I'm going to have to bring a pencil or something. like Beer bottle. Jeez. Get out of here. I could throw in money. I, like, well, yeah, right? They, there, there, you go. there you go. Now, so there that, are, that works it's with the not, thong song. That yes. works with the thong song. stripper, yes. but... Well, when I do the thong song joke, I will now ben expect dollars to ask you to take to your shirt there. off, too. Yes. So. <laughs> it's all got, coming full circle. It's all circle. coming around. Yep, Archie, you're so glad you joined us on The Common Folk here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Filling you full of great ideas for material. I love it. So, oh, golly. Well, Jeremy, thanks for coming, man. It's good to meet you. Thank you. That was awesome. We'll have to come see you. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. Yeah, it'd be fun. Folks, check them out. Um, what else? Anything? I think so. Laugh with me, right? That's the podcast. Laugh with me. All right. Yep. Happy right, holidays. Cool. It's getting cool, closer. Cool. Later. All right. Nothing else? You done? Nope. No. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm He's done like, <laughs> All right. oh my gosh. Bye. Peace. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>